Hello. We are learning the Kutasichas Chelik Yudalid, the Sicha Shoiftim Aleph, a Rashi Sicha with a uh, beautiful explanation on the Posik and actually a Machlaikis, if you will, with the Ramban. It'll turn out a little bit of a disagreement between Rashi and the Ramban. And I, in order to properly follow this Sicha, I suggest that we take a look in the Psukim. Even though we're only bringing one Pasuk for now, Tamim Tiyya, but it's Kedai to look in the Pasuk, in the Psukim, in Pedikut Ches, in Parashat Shaiftim, and it begins with the prohibitions of going to various different uh, people who engage in sorcery or witchcraft, fortune telling, etc. That's Psukim Tes Yud Yud Aleph. Then the Pasuk says, Ki Hashem kol ele. It is abominable to Hashem, anybody who does this. And because of these abominations, Hashem Elekecha the Abishter, God Almighty, will expel you, expel them from before you from Eretz Yisrael. Then the Pasuk Yud Gimel, which is the uh, Pasuk that we're about to learn, you shall be wholehearted or, or, or sincere. Let's say wholehearted. You should be wholehearted with the Abishter. Then Pasuk Yudalit continues. These nations that you're conquering, that you're uh, uh, inheriting, they listen to astrologers and to sorcerers. This is not what Hashem has given you. Instead, the Abishter will give you a Navi, a prophet from amongst your brothers, like me, like Moshe Rabbeinu, a love to Shmo. Now you should listen to the Navi and not to these other uh, um, fortune tellers, etc. That is the structure of the psukim, and I purposely went through it quickly because the ones that are important we'll touch upon later, but I just wanted to give you the structure of this parsha. Now, Rashi quotes the entire Pasuk, and explains like this, Go with him sincerely or wholeheartedly, wait for him, do not investigate the future. But anything that comes your way, receive it with tmimus, with wholeheartedness, sincerely. Rashi says, etc. Which is because, as we'll see in Siv Beis, Rashi ends, the end of Rashi is, the Oz then you will be his and his portion, with him and his portion. But before we get to the Oz let's first focus three questions on the first part of Rashi. Numerous times in Teda it uses the term Tamim, Beneach, Tamim with regards to Neach, the Pasik says he was a Tamim in his generation. 
Avram, with regards to Avram Avinu, the Pasuk says that Hashem told him, His Yesamim, go before me and be a Samim, be complete, be whole. And many times in the Dinim of Karbanais, Shetzarachli is Tamim, a carbon has to be Tamim, whole, unblemished. So the question is, What is lacking? What is questionable? And the word Tamim, the Rashi needs to explain it over here. His halechimabitmimos go with him wholeheartedly. In other words, we've used the word Tamim before. Why? What is the question here? Base, second question. Prate pirushai, the details of Rashi's explanation. His go with him wholeheartedly. and wait for him. this don't look, don't look to understand the future. everything that comes your way, we accept it with tmimus. What is Rashi's source that the words tamim include all of these details? Gimel, a third question. This is a very important question because as you will see later, there is another question that will be answered by answering this question. Because of Neymar HaLash and Shoyel Earlier on when the Pasuk says uh, to search the future or to, to, to speak to the dead, it uses the term Shoyel to ask and Deirish to seek or to search. Avarashi of Tachker. Rashi changes and rather than using a word that was already used in the Pasik, Rashi uses the words tachker, which means to research or to investigate. And the question is, why does Rashi change from the Lashon HaPasik, even though it's, a, it's not the same Pasik, it's a previous Pasik, but yet, seemingly, Rashi should have remained consistent with the Lashon HaPasik. Now, Oiz Beis is going to take us to the end of Rashi. Rashi, then Rashi concludes, that the reward for going with Hashem, with Tmimus, with wholeheartedness, who that you will be with Hashem and you will be the portion of Hashem. And this too must be understood. Aleph, by reading the Pasik and the simple understanding of the Pasik, where the Pasik seems to be giving a directive, you shall be, uh, uh, you shall be complete or wholehearted with Hashem, who mentioned reward. Why does Rashi have to bring up a reward if the Pasik doesn't seem to mention it? Bez, minole And how does Rashi know, according to Pshutei Shalmikra, that that's the Shachar? First of all, who even mentioned Shachar? And even if you're going to say that schar needs to be said, how does Rashi know that this is the schar? Now, HaMefarshim Pirsu, the Mefarshim to understand this Pasuk a little bit better and how all of a sudden schar gets introduced, he's going to reference the Mefarshim, which uh, is the Re'im, the Gur'arye, which say like this, the Kabanos Rashi, Rashi intends to, to learn as follows. To divide the Pasuk down the middle. Number one, is the command to the person, the directive to the person, that he should go with Hashem wholeheartedly and 
he shouldn't search, he shouldn't research, the, investigate the future, and he should accept whatever comes his way. And the second half of the Pasuk, it's only a five-word Pasuk, but the first half of the Pasuk is a, is a directive. The second half of the Pasuk is Haschar, the reward of Kiyim that if you follow the Tzivu of Tamim Tiyah, then then Tiyah, you will be with him, and this portion. What is their compelling proof that this is how to learn the Pasuk? Because Just like Hashem told Avram Vayesamim, he could have said just Tamim Tiyah, Visulaya, nothing else. What is the Pasuk coming to teach us with the words Imashemalekecha? Therefore, Rashi says, according to these Mefarshim, Rashi will say, that Imashem Alekecha is its own concept, which is the schar kima mitzvah, the reward for the fulfillment of the mitzvah. Just like by Abram Hashem says, I will place my covenant between me and between me and you because of through fulfilling the mitzvah of being a Tamim. So too over here, through God, because Tamim Tiya, then you'll be connected with Hashem and you will be the portion of Hashem. So this is how, this is how the Mepharshim explained this. Basically because, because just like by Avraham Avinu it says, is extra, is superfluous, and therefore it must mean that is a reward. However, this cannot be the Pshat in Nashi for three reasons. Aleph number one. Al Haskolas if it's two separate things, one is a directive, one is a reward, and one is coming on the words Tavim Tiyah, and the other is on, on the words Zimashem Alekecha, then Rashi should have put it in two separate Dibra uh, Maskas, two, two separate Rashis. First he should have said, Tavim Tiyah, quoted the Pasuk of Tavim Tiyah, and to explain that it means go with him wholeheartedly. And then in a separate piece, Rashi should have quoted the words and then explained that is the reward that then you will be with Hashem and His lot. But Rashi doesn't do that. Rashi quotes the entire Pasuk, all five words, and includes the with everything else, implying that it's part of it, and not that it's separate from the rest of the Pasuk. Base. The second question on this interpretation of Rashi that Rashi, that, the, that Rashi is dividing the Pasuk into. Pashtos Lashon Rashi, his halich imoi bitmimus. The simple understanding of Rashi, where Rashi says, go with him wholeheartedly. Mashma, the imashem alekecha koya deleu. Vihelik meyatsivu itamim tiya. Rashi uses the word imoi the first time as well. Later he says, vaaz tiya imoi ulechelkoi. But he also uses the word imoi earlier. His halich imoi bitmimus. Implying that Rashi is using the im of ima shemalekecha for the beginning of the ta- of the of the Rashi. He's saying, "Go with him, with Hashem, bitmimus." 
And the im is part of the directive of Tamim And as it seems, simply if you look at the Pasuk, be whole, be wholehearted with Hashem. It doesn't seem that the im is part is a, is a separate concept as the reward of the mitzvah. In Hare 11, he brings from the Gur Aryeh that since the Im Hashem Alekecha is superfluous, because it could have just said Tamim Tiyah, like he said in the previous paragraph, therefore it's as if it would have said the words Im Hashem Alekecha twice. Tamim Tiyah Im Hashem Alekecha. Be whole with Hashem, accept everything from Hashem, and then then you will be with Hashem. But first of all, in the next paragraph in Oiz Gimel, in question Gimel, we're going to say that is not extra. But besides that, in the second paragraph of the Ha'ara, the Rebbe refers to a Rashi Dibramaschil Mochar in Parshish Beshalach, and a Rashi Dibramaschil Mishu Kodim in and it's very interesting. Over there, the Pasik says, that there were four uh, uh, goblets on the Menorah. They were Meshukadim. Then there was the, the ball and the flower. So Rashi says on this, this is one of the Psukim that it's not clear. We don't do we know? We don't know if to read it or to read it Does the Mishukadim go on the word before it? Or does the word Mishukadim go on the word after it? Now, if you can use the word Mishukadim twice, like Imashem Alakha they want to say is used here twice, then it could be both Mishukadim and Mishukadim you could use the word twice. But says that there's no way to uh, resolve how to learn this pasuk. Implies that we don't use a word twice for before and for after. This is in addition to the fact that to say that Ima Hashem is written twice is certainly very, very far from being Psute Shalmikra. So, not only in question based, do we see that Ima Shem is needed for the beginning? You can't use the Ima Shem twice because A, it's not Pshutish because B, it's not Pshutish Migra, and A, because we see from the other Rashis that this is not the style of Pshutish Migra to use the same Pasik, to use the same word twice. Now, question Gimel on this, on this uh, back to this interpretation of Rashi, that Rashi is splitting the Pasik in half because the words Ima Shem are extra. So in question Gimel, he says, The words are not superfluous. Because it's coming as a continuation to the earlier Psukim. There shouldn't be an astrologer and those who I will ask to these to these uh, to these uh, idolatry the and those who ask seek from the dead which is basically fortune tellers so you shouldn't 
reach out to the astrologers and to the fortune tellers to find out what's in store for you, for your destiny. You shouldn't do that. What should you do? You you should be whole or wholehearted. Not with these above-mentioned fortune tellers. The words are contrasting what you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't go to these, to these uh, sorcerers and so on and so forth, but you should go with Hashem. So Hashem is not superfluous. If He was just telling you, be a Tamim, be complete, be wholehearted, say Tamim Tia. But here He's coming to the Shayalei to the Deir to say, don't go to them. So who am I going with? I'm going with Hashem. So therefore it has to say Hashem So Hashem is not superfluous, and therefore uh, uh, you, you, this is a question on these, these mefarshim who want to say that these words are extra and therefore to split the Pasuk in half, the words are not extra in the first place. And question Dalit, the final question is, What is the significance of the extra word Ulechelkai? What does it mean? That you're going to be with Hashem and His portion. What does it mean? The oid, because of the in addition to the fact that the Pasuk doesn't say anything about Chelek. So if you say, so we're not sure yet where schar comes from and, and how do we know what the schar is. But if, you, but if you're learning im Hashem to mean imoy, where are you learning Gulachelke from? So these are our questions on the Rashi. Basically, number one, why do we have to explain Tomim? Number two, where does Rashi know all of these details from? Number three, why does Rashi use the word tachkir? Number four, where does the schar mitzvah come in? And how does Rashi know that this is the schar? And if you want to tell me that, the, like the Mepharshim say, that they're splitting the Pasik, number one, in that case, why does Rashi not split it into two separate Dibra Maschils? Number two, the word im Hashem seems to imply to be part of his halach imoy. How do you split the pasik? Number three, im Hashem lekecha is not extra because it is in contrast to the uh, previous um, things that you're not supposed to go to. And number four, uh, what is the meaning of the word ulechelkei? So we're going to explain this now in Oizgimim. Generally speaking, the simple understanding, the meaning of the word Tamim is complete. Whole. Like for example, uh, when you say in a, in a carbon, a carbon is supposed to be Tamim. Much that Tamim, that shouldn't have a moment, shouldn't, it, should be, it should be perfect. The Tamim Haya, the Noyach, the Chain Ve'ye Samim Da'avram, Pirusham, Sholem, Bekiyum, Ritzayna Kaddish Baruch Hu. And when it says to about Noyach, the Tamim Haya, B'Dereisav, or by Avram, it says, Ayei Samim, it means to be complete or perfect in fulfilling the will of Hashem. Al Dadech Zapir Surayva Mepharshim Gam Bekasav Dilan, the Tamim Ti, Yemashem Alekecha, Pirusham, Yishalim, Yemashem. And many of the Mepharshim actually teach the same thing in this Pasuk, that this Pasuk means to be complete or perfect with Hashem. But according to Pshat, which as we know, Rashi is always uh, consistent with the Pshutei Shalmikra, the simple Pshat, 
here in this Pasik, we can't touch Tomim to mean whole or uh, as in complete. Why? Teichen aparshahu, sheloi lasis kiteeves agoyim, the gamer, mavir, benoi, gamer, kesim, kesomim, gamer, the data shall amazing. We read the psukim. Some of the psukim before, but here he introduces the earlier psukim to not do as the abominations of the goyim, which they bring their children into fire for avedazara for idolatry. They practice witchcraft and they ask of the dead. Now these are isurim is same misparubidiyuk. These are a small amount and specific prohibitions. Ukaomre and the pasuk says, Oiseela, those who don't do these. Is is There's a very specific isurim over here. Now The fact that a person should be whole with Hashem, complete with Hashem, That would be a reference to the fulfillment of all six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. It doesn't flow properly. Don't do ten. Prohibitions. But you should be careful to uh, not transgress 365 and 248. It's like all of a sudden, where, where did we, we jumped. We started with saying, don't do this, and don't do this, and don't do this. What should you do? You do everything. It doesn't, it doesn't flow properly. And therefore, Taka the Ramban has a different pirush. And it's important to keep in mind the Ramban here because the Ramban is going now going to be mentioned a number of times throughout this Sikha. The Ramban says that the Kavona Sakosov, that the meaning of the Pasik is that you should be complete with Hashem with regards to these specific mitzvahs. You should be perfect in your faith in Hashem with regards to these concepts, these ideas. Don't listen to the astrologers or to the witchcraft practicers, those who practice witchcraft. Because their words are not true. And they won't notify you what you need to know. The Ramban continues. Everything is in the hands of the Ebishter. Hayochil Bakel, which is capable of anything. And he could change the structure of the stars and the constellations as he will. So even if they're going to see something today, everything could change. You're not going to get the truth out of them. And therefore, only from Hashem Himself can we uh, inquire with regards to the future, and this from the Nevi'im, from the Abishra's prophets. So the Ramban, because you can't say over here, Tamim Ti mean in all of the mitzvahs of the Torah, because we're coming straight from speaking about specific mitzvahs, therefore the Ramban says that a taka means Tamim Ti in these mitzvahs, that a person should be faithful to Hashem and not trust these other fortune tellers, but if he has to know the future, he should rely on Hashem and on Hashem's Nevi'im. But in Pesut Mikra, we can say like the Ramban says, that he means Tamim B'chal Eila, that it should be Tamim specifically with regards to the Ma'inim and the Kaisman. The key on Shem Tamim Tiyim Hashem Alekecha Stam, since he says Tamim Tiyim Hashem Alekecha without identifying with regards to what? 
or more specifically without re- identifying these Ma'inim and Kaismim, as with which you should be Tamim, is Mashma, it seems to imply that he's not talking specifically about the Ma'inim and the Kaismim. Ubi Frat. In the previous pasuk, when it was referring to these mitzvahs, he said specifically, So he did say Eila when he wanted to speak about these specific Avedis. So therefore, if you want, if you tamim tiya, he should have said tamim tiya bechol Eila, like he said Eila in the previous psukim. And since he doesn't do that, pirusha yuliye shalim bakoil. It must mean that it means to be shalem in everything. Like it says, that there shouldn't be any blemish, not just with regards to Ma'edinim and Kaismim. And therefore, Rashi is left with a question. What does it mean, Tamim Tiyah, in this Pasuk? It can't mean shalem with, in, 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 in mitzvahs, because we're talking about specific mitzvahs right over here. It can't be talking about like the Ramban says, Shalim b'chol Eila, Shalim with regards to these mitzvahs, because it's not the Masmos of this Pasuk Tamim Tiyah. And therefore we're left with the question, what is Taich Tamim Tiyah in this Pasuk? Ule Tarit Zeis Dalid. Ule Tarit Zemifarish Rashi. So to answer this question, Rashi said, explains, the Tamim Khan ain't Pirusei b'chol Makim. Tamim over here does not mean the way it means in regularly in, in other places to be whole or complete. Go with him with simplicity or sincerity. I like simplicity better um, because he's trying to say a, a, a certain humility, a certain uh, a, to be to, to, to not the opposite of perfection. So therefore, I think. Um, to use the word simplicity. Similar to what it says in the past, Yaakov was a person, a tam. What do we do with tam? She says, It's the opposite of perfection. Rashi says over there that Yaakov didn't have the, the, the knowledge or the, the, uh, the smarts to, out, to the sharpness. To outsmart Esav, or to outsmart people in business. Esav was a ramai. Esav was a crook. But Yaakov didn't have that uh, ability to be a crook, to be uh, a ramai. So it's almost like, a, he doesn't mention in the, in the Sikha, so maybe it's not a good comparison, but the, by, by the four sons in the Seder, we say the, the, the Tam. The Tam is, is lower than the Chacham and the Rasha. The Chacham is, is, is the Chacham, the Rasha, even the Rasha we know is very smart. He just not, he's not using it yet. For the right reasons. The Tam is a simpleton, a Pashutan. So over here, when Ashi, when the Pasik says, Tamim Tiye means be simple. Accept the Abish there simply. And based on this, we'll understand what the Pasik is, the, the flow of the Psukim. Don't learn from the other nations what to do. Those who pass their children through the fire. Witchcraft, and seeking from the dead. The reason is because it is the it is abominable to Hashem. It is abhorrent to Hashem. Those who do this. Now the, the, the Ramban said that don't go to these people because their words aren't true. 
We're not saying that. Their words might be true. We're not staying away from them because their words aren't true. We're staying away from them because it is Tayavas Hashem. Hashem doesn't want it for you. After Tamim Tiyah, he's going to say very similarly, these goyim, these nations, this is not what Hashem gave you. Again, not because the words aren't true. Hashem didn't give you that you should uh, uh, follow these astrologers and these uh, 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 people who practice witchcraft. The Abishter placed his Shechina on the Nevi'im, on the Urim Betumim. So he gave you tools in order, if you have to know the future, he gave you, gave you tools. Sorry, but not for the reason of the Ramban Sekin Al-Shayin called Ibrahim Emes. So here's one difference, a second difference between Rashi and the Ramban. The Ramban teaches that the reason we don't listen to these people is because we can't trust them to be true. Rashi says no. And if we knew they were true, we still can't listen to them. Because the Abishtah gave us Nevi'im and the Urim Vitumim. The Abishtah, and it's Tayabas Hashem to listen to these people. And therefore the Pasuk has to tell me, Therefore now that Rashi established, now that we've established, that Rashi holds that the words are true, says the Pasuk, even after telling you that, that it's a Tayyab Hashem, I have to warn you again, even though you could technically know the Asidis, the, the, the futures, from these, these people, because of Leitul Madlasis Vagemar, still you shouldn't learn from them. Be whole, be sorry, be simple, be sincere with Hashem. Go with Him with simplicity, with, with humility. And then you'll wait for Hashem. You're going to wait to hear from Hashem what has to be done or what is coming. And you have no reason to ask the Mayan Vakaisim. So, this is what Rashi is telling you is accept Hashem. You don't run to the Mayan Vakaisim, accept Hashem and wait for Hashem to give you or to let, or to let the future unfold. Now we're going to explain to you the Hemshech of Rashi. Rashi said a bunch of details. So the first thing we understand, don't go to the Mayan of Kaismim, trust Hashem, and wait for Hashem. However, a person is going to say, if you're going to tell me, just wait. Don't get the same benefit as this abominable practice of going to the dead or to the, to the fortune tellers. Yediyah because I'm not going to know the future. I'm not going to know how to, what to do. Should I go here? Should I go there? Is it going to rain? Is it going to snow? I mean, whatever the person needs to know, what's going to happen next week, you know, if he's just a tzapelo, if he's just waiting for Hashem, it doesn't give him the results that he wants. Don't investigate the future. That's exactly the point, says Rashi. Don't try to figure out the future. Going with Hashem sincerely and simply with simplicity means trust Hashem. 
and don't try to figure out what the future holds. Now, move on, but it's still not totally understood. If he doesn't uh, investigate or try to, to uncover, inquire about the future, this is going to be in a constant anxiety. What will the next day bring? What will today bring? Like we see in actuality, so many people that are very anxious about what the future holds. Which is actually the exact opposite of Tmimus. You want me to be, to be a, a, a faithful and accept Hashem. But how can I do that if I'm, in, if I'm totally anxious about the future? Therefore, Rashi continues, And anything that comes your way, accept it sincerely. Going with Tumimus, with simplicity, with Hashem, includes to accept everything that comes upon him from Hashem. Whether it's a good thing or whether not, be minucha with calmness, ubitmimus, and with sincerity, ubimelalid ekali has nothing to worry about. In the seventeen, he brings uh, from the pasuk ve'avta Hashem lekecha. It says bechal yislav Hashem bechal levavcha ubechal nafshecha ubechal meidecha. And Rashi psutei shal mikra teaches what's that bechal meidecha bechal midu midas shemeidetlach. Any measure that the Abister gives you, you should love Hashem. As Chazal say in the Gemara in Brachis, lekabulinu b'simcha, to accept even the negative with simcha. So now there's no reason to be anxious anymore. Well, if you, once you're able to be mekabel, whatever the Abister gives you, b'simcha, so who cares? Not who cares, but but why should you be anxious? If it's meant to be beif and kach, it'll be in, in a good way. It'll be in a good way. If it's going to be in a different way, it'll be in a different way. But either way, you're going to be b'simcha. So why should why, so why why should you be anxious? So with this, we explained most of the Rashi. The Rashi is saying, Go simply with Hashem. Accept Hashem. Wait for Hashem to let you know what the future holds. And don't try to figure it out either from Hashem or from other people. And whatever comes your way, accept it wholeheartedly. Accept it fully. And then you have no reason to be anxious because you'll always be besimcha. And with that, we explained most of the Rashi. And we answered some of our questions, which we'll, we'll go back to the questions soon. Now we're going to discuss the, the end of Rashi, and we're going to start in Aizvav with a suggested explanation, and we're going to say that it's not a good explanation. That now you could say, based on the fact that we're holding in the Rashi, that we're trying to tell the person, don't be anxious, because whatever comes your way, be makabal basimcha. So Rashi continues. You could tie it, Rashi continues. Not to explain words in the Pasik, because this, this seems to not be addressing any specific words in the Pasik. Unlike the, the other Mepharshim that said, Rashi does not seem to imply that. Talmid, 
We're explaining to the Talmud, how could a person be Bitmimus? How could you accept everything? Yediyazu, this knowledge that the Abister is going to be with you and you're going to be the Abister's chalik, or the Abister will be your chalik rather. Shalel is called Daig. This removes, it negates any worries. He could be in wholehearted acceptance of Hashem. So we can keep on going. Based on the way we're touching Rashi, we can keep on going and saying, not only do you have to make the negative besimcha, but there's also a good reward waiting for you. And therefore you have nothing to worry about. There's no, no anxiety necessary. However, I will EF Shalemar Kane, we can't say this. The Kabbalah Rashi. Ki Alpiza Aleph, Menole le Rashi di Yimilachalke. How does Rashi know this? In other words, the things that Rashi is telling you to, to, to do, do this, do this, don't do this, is part of Tamim Tiyya. But then Yiyya Yimilachalke is a promise. Is a haftacha. Where, where does Rashi know this from? Number two, if the pshat in Rashi is that the reason why the person could be makabel b'simcha and not be anxious is because the Rashi should have said because Rashi should have said that don't that whatever you whatever comes your way accept wholeheartedly because Hashem is with you. But like Ostia, the way Rashi writes it, Ostia implies that there's something new being introduced, something separate, not a hemshich to before, or not a reason for before. So now we're going to give you a different explanation in what's pshat oz tiya and And he's going to say in the next paragraph that almost what's bothering Rashi is the flow of the psukim. In the previous pasuk, he says that the those who practice this witchcraft and these fortune telling, etc., are going to be banished from the land of Eretz Yisrael. So when you go to the schar, so if you're talking about the per, the, 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 the consequences for for going to the Ma'inim v'Kaismim, what are the consequences of Tamim Tiya? There must be a schar. If there's a, if there's an einish for that, there must be a schar for this. This guy that answers the question of schar mitzvah zu man the pasuk before said which means that there's a consequence for doing this. So if you don't do this, there has to be a positive consequence, a schar. What is that schar? So therefore, Rashi says there must there must there must be a schar, and the schar is going to be as we're going to see in some. This pasuk is part of the general flow, the general context of the pasuk. Just like those who engage in these practices, these abominable practices, the Abister is going to banish them from you, from the Eretz Yisrael, from the Eretz Yisrael. So much more so when it comes to the positive. There has to be a positive reward for the, those who conduct themselves by going completely in the way of Hashem. And what would that be? 
if the punishment is being banished from Eretz Yisrael, then the consequence, the reward for going in the ways of Hashem is the fact that they will inherit Eretz Yisrael. Look, Imam Sheikh Rashi and the Varashi continues, then you will be with Hashem and you will be Chelkai. What's Taich Chelkai? Chelkai Shalakadis Baruch. You will be the, the portion of Hashem. And since the, the, the Abishter's people are his Chelek, this is a quote from Azinu where it says that in, in the Shiras Azinu, it says Chelek Avaya Amai. And a few psukim later he says, that because we are the Abishter's Chelek, therefore he rides us on the high plains of the Oretz. Which Oretz? Oretz Yisrael. So, is pshat that we will be with Hashem, and we will Hashem will take us and give us Eretz Yisrael. We are the chelik of Hashem. We are the portion of Hashem. Therefore, He gives us Eretz Yisrael, and He brings from later on in earlier on in Dvarim. The king, Moshe from a king who had children and had fields. Asher Leben Shehoeyev, the son that he loves the most. Nesli Sada, Achi he gives the best field. So we see that though Tamim Tiyem Hashem Lekecha leads us to Eretz Asher Ein Hashem Lekecha Ba. Uke Aschalos Parsha Zu, Ha'aretz Asher Hashem Lekecha, Nesim Lach, in this very Parsha, uh, about the Ma'ayin of the Pasik Tess, it says, Kiatabal Oretz, Asher Hashem Alekecha Nesin Lach. Vechein Lifnei Ubit Kifus Lepasik Zeh, so to immediately prior to this Pasik of Tamim Tiya, Ma'irish Aisam, Eretz Yisrael, Mipanacha. Hashem is taking them away in front of you from Eretz Yisrael. But then, Hashem, like it said earlier in in uh, Az Yashir, Amzu Kanisa. You acquired this nation, Chavavta Mishar Umais. You were you held them precious, you held them more dear than any other nation, and therefore to the Aimib is it the Aim of Arnachalosha. You will bring them and you will plant them in to this uh, uh, the mountain of your inheritance, which is Eretzisrol. So it's really beautiful, almost poetic, how how many rayas and psukim the Drebbe brings here. To, to show that the Abishter, that we are the, the, the Abishter's beloved people, and therefore the Abishter gives us Eretz Yisrael. And it's worthwhile to mention uh, that almost this entire paragraph is written in the Ksav Yad Kedush of the Rebbe. So it, 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 it's it, this, each, each, uh, the Rebbe added in, you know, each of these, the the marshal of the melech, it's just this beautiful, beautiful shyness about the love that Hashem has for the Yidin, and therefore how Eretz Yisrael is our Nachla, our Yerusha, and something that the Ebishter gives us. But back to the Pshat and the Pasik. So, the, the, uh, the Rashi says, uh, by the goyim which engage in witchcraft and fortune telling, the Abishter banishes them from Eretz Yisrael. That's their that's their that's their punishment for a yid who's tamim tiyem Hashem lekecha. Not only are we telling you that you should go b'tmimus 
You should accept whatever the Abister gives you. Bismcha. But in addition to that, we're telling you that it, it, the, the automatic, we, 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 we automatic Hemshech is the opposite of Merishay Samipanacha. And what is that? That you'll be with Hashem and Hashem will give you Eretz Yisrael. Where does Rashi know this from? Rashi knows this from because from the context. If in Pasuk Yud Beis, the previous Pasuk, it says it in the negative, it must be that way in the positive. And that's not the Pshat in the words Im Hashem He brings in order 18. He's not saying that Im Hashem means that Hashem will be your portion. Im Hashem is part of the directive of Tamim Tiyem Hashem but there has to be a reward because just like there's a negative consequence, there has to be a positive consequence, and that is Ostia Imay Ulachelkan. So let us quickly look back for a moment. Why does Rashi have to explain Tamim over here? Because Tamim doesn't mean Shalim like it usually means complete or perfect. Here it means some, here, here it has to mean something else. Why does Rashi go through all these details? Because in order for us to understand what's expected of us and how to stay away from the Ma'inun and the Kaismim, you have to have all of these. You have to go between us. You have to wait for Hashem. You can't be researching or, or, or inquiring about the future. And you have to accept whatever you get uh, wholeheartedly. Otherwise, you're going to be anxious. The third question, why Rashi says Tachkar has not yet been answered. We'll get to that in a moment. Then in the second question, we asked who mentioned Schar, and, and now we just explained that Schar was mentioned in the previous Pasuk, and therefore must be over here. And how does Rashi know that's the Schar? It's automatic, because of, from the negative, you learn the positive. So if by the negative, the punishment is that you'll be expelled from Eretz Yisrael, then it must be that if you follow, you'll be rewarded with, uh, with Eretz Yisrael. And that answers the question why Rashi adds the word Ulechelkai. Because Ulechelkai Rashi is learning from Meirish Eisam Ipanecha, the previous Pasuk. So we've answered pretty much all of our questions and we have a whole new understanding in Rashi. And in this, what this Pasuk is telling us, this Pasuk is telling us, that you should trust in Hashem, don't try to inquire on the future, and you should know that whatever the Eivister gives you is for your good, and you shouldn't be anxious about it. The one question that wasn't answered yet was... Why does Rashi use the word Tachkar? So in order to answer this question, we're going to introduce another question now in Oiz Zayin. And the question is going to be, what's happening with this next Pasuk? Ki agoy after Tamim Tiyya, ki agoy ma'ela sh'atayere sh'esam omerinim v'l'kaisam yishmo, etc, etc. And we're going to try to figure out that there's a stira over here. Till now we were saying, especially according to Rashi, that you shouldn't try to inquire the future. But then we say that there's a Navi. Navi that there is a concept of a Navi. A Navi is a prophet who tells who, who, who sometimes tells the future. And this is and this is a question that we're going to try to understand in Oizaya. Pasha continues that these nations, they listen to these astrologers and to these uh, ones who practice witchcraft. But gave you something different. 
that the Abishta is going to give you a navi, a navi like me, like Moshe Rabbeinu. Eilav Tishmo, you should listen to him. So Bishmalafi Pirusha Ramban Vikulu, the Tomim Tia Pirusili is Shalim Makadish Barhu, Vilishmael Kaisim I Maysim, Kaisim, or Dari Shala Maysim of Namishaparsha, according to the Ramban, it flows very well. What does Tomim Tia mean? Tomim Tia means you should be whole, perfect, with your faith in Hashem and not uh, and, 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 and not um, listen to these fortune tellers. So it's understood what this Pasuk is saying. That why does, why should you not listen to these astrologers or these fortune tellers? Because the Yidin can, can inquire about the future from a, from a Navi. A Navi is a Navi of the Abishter, and only, and only the Navi can give you the Emes. So the Ramban, it flows perfectly. Besides the question that we had in the Ramban, that Tavim Tia is not Mashma, that it's Pachalelim, which was the earlier question. But the Hemshech HaKsuvim, the flow, the context, makes sense. Avala Pirish Rashi. But according to Rashi, the Rashi ties Tavim Tia to be humble before Hashem, to be simple before Hashem, and not to inquire about the future. Hareza Bistira. Lumashinemar Kaidim Tavim Tia. This is a contradiction to Kaidim Tia. We just explained that Tavim Tia means even though they're saying words of truth. Because you shouldn't go to them. You shouldn't be inquiring about the future. And the take of the Achra is that Kia Goyma Ela Goymar, Elma Erenim Goymar, Vata Goymar Novi Mekirmachal Goymar Love Tishmon, Shemutu Lachir Achrasis Al Yudei Novi. Over here, the next Pasuk, Avatamantiyah, says you can go to a Navi. So if we just explain that a person should not go to the Navi, a person should not go, uh, should not be chayker, the Asidna should not be trying to inquire, be, not be inquiring on the future, then why all of a sudden are we saying to go to a Navi? The whole point of Tamantiyah is be simple, be humble, and ignore what's the, don't worry about the future. So this is a new question. According to this chapter, according to our understanding of Rashi, the the context doesn't flow. And in Oishches, we have the explanation. According to Rashi, is not a hemshech. That's saying you shouldn't inquire from them, but you should inquire from the Navi. That's what he's saying. He's introducing a new idea, a new concept. That the Abish there is going to give us a Navi. And the fact that the Pasi begins with the word key is not key as in because. That it's giving a reason that the reason you shouldn't go to them is because you can go to the Navi. The word key means kasher when. Key could mean different things. Key could mean because. Key could mean when. Key says it. Like we find a, a, a different parashish in the Torah that begin, and this parish itself begins with the words, when you will enter into the land. So key means when, and therefore this is a new parish. So this works according to Rashi. 
which Rashi is going according to the Pshat. You can't say Tom Tia means Shalim like it usually does, like we explained earlier in Eskelos of Gimel, because then it should have, because, um, because, Tom Tia can't mean Shalim because we're talking about specific mitzvahs here. So, so it, when we talk about specific mitzvahs, and then we end Tom Tia, it can't right away flow into meaning all the mitzvahs. And therefore Rashi explains it to mean to mimus, um, uh, uh, simplicity, humility. Well, if we, by the way, when I say humility, I don't mean that mimus means humility. Because I'm just saying that I, I use the word humility just to explain what kind of simplicity I mean. The, 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 the blind faith in Hashem, the accepting of Hashem's ways, the, the pastus, the, 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 the simpleton. So I'm just I kept on I keep on using the word humility. I don't mean to tie to tmimus as in humility. Tmimus means uh, sincere or simple. Uh, um, but I'm saying it's simple in a mile, that a person is simple with a with a bitl to Hashem. And therefore, Kiagoimail is a new parsha. And he brings in R26 that it makes sense because actually Khamishi uh, uh, begins after Tamtiya before Kiagoimaila. So it make, if you say like Rashi that it's a new parsha, it makes sense that we stop Kriyas HaToyda at that point, or, 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 or on, on, on Wednesday we finish Chitas, finish parsha of Chumash, before, before and on Thursday we start a new parsha with Kiyagoy Ma'ela. So, so, according to Rashi, Rashi, who's teaching that, 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 uh, Kriya means Tzimus, it doesn't, can't be a hemshech to it because then it's going to be a stira. And nevertheless, and regardless, it's mukhrich, it, it, it must be according to Pshutish Mikra that we're talking about two different parshias, two different inyanim. If the, if it's a continuation, why did you have to say again the whole thing that they're you just said it? So if it's a new Indian, so it's the same. We spoke about these guys that No, I'm going to give you a novi. But if excuse me, if it's a hemshich then why does Pasik have to say it again? So this is the part one of the answer. That what are we saying over here to go to a novi? If we just said before not to be not to be chayker the asidus the future, it's a new Indian. It's a new Indian. It's telling us to go to a navi. So taka doesn't flow as a hemshich. It's a new parsha. I we still have the question. The question still exists. Am I am I supposed to go uh, to the? Am I allowed to go to a navi and ask him the future? Am I allowed to inquire about the the the, the future or not at all? Earlier, I shouldn't do it at all. From this Rashi, from this Pasuk over here, from the Navi, it's Masma that I could do it. So, which one is it? And, but since at the end of the day, even though it's a separate Parsha, it still tells us that you could go to the Navi to ask about the future. And even in our Pesukim before Tamim Tiyya, the implication is that it's problematic because of the fact that it's coming through sorcery and through areas that are not Kedusha, not holiness. 
So since it seems to be Bistir of the Parsha Akidemes, this goes back to our question, why Rashi says Sachker, which is different than the Lashna Pasik. And he says it that way to for answer this final question. Fourth is a stira, because it says that for the Navi you could be a day, you could you, you could ask about the future. So Rashi says, when he says not to do the future, he says Leitachker. He stadnos yeseira, hamayr al daiga yeseira. Chakira is like an investigation or a deep inquiry into the future. That shows on a deep concern about the future and a deep anxiety about the future. That's a problem because that shows a lack of faith in Hashem. But asking or even seeking, which is a little more than Sheila, that a person can do. And Nashi doesn't say or because there's a Navi which you could be Shail Vedayrish. What you can't do is you can't be chayker. So in, what we've done is we've answered the question Gimel over here, why Rashi says tachker, and with that we've explained the Hemshech HaKsuvim, that there's two separate inyanim. One inyan is talking about not going to Ma'inin and Bekaismim, and ends with Tamim Tiyah, that you should have faith in Hashem and not try to, to delve into the future. Then there's a new parsha that speaks about Navi, which in Navi you are allowed to, to ask the future if it's a basic question and not a chakira and a ishtadlos yaseira, a, a, a deep inquiry and a deep concern about the future. Now this only works according to Rashi, according to Pshutish Mikra. Ramban was not following specifically Pshutish Mikra. He ties that Tamim means to be complete with Hashem. And it can't mean complete in all 613 mitzvahs because we explained before that we're talking about specific mitzvahs. And therefore he says you should be complete with Hashem, perfect with Hashem with regards to these specific mitzvahs. Therefore according to the Ramban, he says that this passage is not a new parsha. But it is a reason for before. Because the Abishta is going to give you a Navi, who's going to put his words, the Abishta's words in the mouth of the Navi. You'll hear from the Navi what the Abishta is doing. And you won't have to go to the fortune tellers to know the future. Because their words aren't true. And you don't even need them because you have the nevuah, which you'll know the, the, the will of Hashem, and everything will be exactly true. So according to the Ramban, it's the, the, the Tsukim continue one into, one into the next. So, basically, what we have over here is a different, of a pro, a difference in approach between Rashi and Ramban. Number one, Rashi, in the title of the word Tomim, the Ramban says Tomim means Sholem. And therefore he says, Bechalela, that you should be perfect, uh, perfect with Hashem in these mitzvahs of Ma'inin and Bekaismim. While Rashi, on the other hand, says, it's that it means to, be, to, to, to approach Hashem with simple faith. Another difference is that Ramban holds that the words of the Ma'inin and Bekaismim are not true, and therefore we don't listen to them. And Rashi says, even if they are true, we don't listen to them, because it is Toyavas Hashem and Loichei Nosn Hashem and another difference is that the Ramban will teach ki agoyim ha'ela is a hemshich, is a continuation to the psukim before, and a reason why should you not listen to these 
Why should you not go to these sorcerers and fortune tellers? Because you have a Novi who is giving you the truth and these people aren't telling the truth. Mashaykin, according to Rashi, this, this Pasuk, after Hamishi, is a new parsha, a new Indian, about the fact that the Abish is going to give us a Novi. The, finally, in Ois Tas, he's going to bring an application in Halacha. This mitzvah of whether is one of the Tariag, one of the six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. The Rambam does not count Tomim Tia in Sefer Mitzvahs as one of the Tariag mitzvahs. And the Ramban in his questions on the Rambam, Minoi does count Tamim Tia. He says, We are commanded that our heart should be complete or perfect with Hashem. And he ends with regards to the Rambam and why the Rambam did not bring it as one of the mitzvahs. Maybe the Rambam holds that Tomim Tia is a more general, all-encompassing mitzvah, that you should go in the ways of Teda. Therefore, he didn't bring it in the number, in the count of 613, because it's not a specific mitzvah of being Tomim with Hashem. It's a general thing, a general, all-encompassing approach that a person should be complete by doing this, should be complete with Hashem by doing the 613 mitzvahs. We can apply this argument of a, uh, uh, and this approach of the Ramban to understand what the machloik is between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam writes with regards to these Yisurim, the Yisurim of All of these words, their words of the, of the sorcerers and the fortune tellers are false and lies. It is not proper for a yid who are wise and intelligent to follow these this nonsense. Those who are who are masters of wisdom and and complete in their knowledge, they know with, with very clear evidence. This is all nothingness. People that are lacking knowledge, follow them. And they drop, they left the ways of truth because of them. And therefore the Teda says, when the Teda warns us about these things, the Teda says, be complete with Hashem. Be whole with Hashem. It's just, when, you, when your Chachma is intact, when your Das is intact, you understand that this is all a waste of time. It's, it's emptiness and nothingness. Rambam says, what does it mean that your knowledge should be complete and whole? Perfect. Obviously, therefore, it is an all-encompassing commandment. Which means that your mind, your knowledge should be complete. With Hashem, this is relevant and encompassing all the mitzvahs of Hashem. That every mitzvah that, 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 that 
you have, you should, your, your mind should be one with Hashem, and you should do the right thing. Even though the Tater places it with regards to, in the context of when it's commanding us about this nonsense, because at this, but its its content, its relevant, its, its theme is relevant to all of the mitzvahs. If it's an all-encompassing mitzvah, and therefore the Rambam does not include it in minyan mitzvahs. Avol Ramban shemefarish shene what Ramban? How does he tie shtamim tiya shene yachid levenu elav levadi yisbaruch? We should focus our hearts to the Eibister himself. And we should believe that it's the Ebishter that does everything. And only from him we should seek what the future holds. Because he can change the structure of the stars and the constellations. So that Tomim Tia is talking specifically about our faith in Hashem with regards to the future. So it's not an all-encompassing mitzvah. Although the general idea of believing in Hashem is relevant to all Tero mitzvahs, Here, Tamim Tiyya is talking about specific details with regards to our Amunah and Hashem. That we should believe that the Abyssal could change the, the, the stars and the and the, the galaxies. There's no reason to go to the stars or to the or, or to wherever to 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 discover the future. So Tamim Tia here, it doesn't just mean to have a Munna in Hashem, but to have a Munna in Hashem with regards to the future. And therefore it's it's a specific mitzvah that we should trust in Hashem with regards to the Asad. And therefore the Ramban disagrees with Rambam, and the Ramban includes it in the Minyan mitzvahs because it, it, it is a specific mitzvah. Ulam the Pirish Yashi. Now that was Machlech between Rambam and Ramban. What does Rashi hold? Pshuti Shal Mikra, which Rashi Tlam Pshuti Shal Mikra. Detamim hu leilash and shalem, elam elash and tmimus. That the Pshuti Shal Mikra of Tamim is not to be complete. But it means to be, to accept Hashem with simplicity. So according to Rashi, it's obvious that it's, a, it's an individual mitzvah. And it would be counted in the mitzvah In addition to the leisasa, which is that you should not engage with all types of fortune tellers. Besides for that, there is another mitzvah that you should have a faith in Hashem, that you should have a munah in Hashem, and go with Hashem with simplicity. So the, Ram, the Ramban and the Rashi, although they've argued until this point in various different details, with regards to Minyan mitzvahs, they would agree that the Tabim is one of the Taryag mitzvahs, but for two different reasons. Rambam, Ramban holds that it's one of the mitzvahs, and the mitzvah is that we should trust in Hashem, that, and we should only go to Hashem to ask the Asidus. Because Hashem is in charge of the Maroch Hasateva. According to Rashi, it's not 
like the, not what the Ramban is saying that we should be shalim with Hashem uh, in our Amunah in Hashem, but rather, according to Rashi, it means that a person should be that a person should accept and not even look for the future. A person should accept whatever Hashem, I mean, you're allowed to go to ask the future, like we said before, you're allowed to go to a Novi. But the, the, the word of Rashi is, you shouldn't need the future. Whatever comes your way is from the Ebishter. And you should be capable of Pesimcha. So the difference between Ramban and Rashi is that Ramban is saying, don't go to the others because they're not giving you the truth. Don't go to the others because you have Hashem that can tell you the future. Rashi says you don't need the future. Whatever, whatever happens is, is, is meant to be. It's from the Yebishter. You be makabal with Basimcha. The Oz, And then when you, when you go with the Yebishter, when you accept the Yebishter, and you don't need the future, then you have Imayolachelkai. Then you're with Hashem and you're the, you are the portion of Hashem. We could even add on to this that you could, you, you, you could say two things. By following the loisas of not going to these other fortune tellers, then you're with Hashem. But when you wait for Hashem, and when you wait and you're eager for what Hashem, and whatever the Abister gives you, you accept it wholeheartedly, then you will also be in the portion of Hashem, which is, as we explained before, it means that we will receive Eretz Yisrael. But the, you could break it up into two details, that there's a negative and a positive. Also, there's Imoy and Chelke. Imoy is the, is the automatic. If you don't go with them, you're with Hashem. And then there's also more than that. If you're Mitzap Eloi, and you accept everything between us, then you also have the advantage of being Chelke of the Eibishter, and when you're Chalki with the Abishter, ultimately you end up in Eretz Yisrael, which is the Abishter's gift to the Yidin, who he loves very, very dearly.